listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, happy Friday, everyone. You've almost made it through another week and uh, hope you checked a few things off your Christmas shopping list this week. Now, whether you turn, tune into this podcast regularly or maybe you just stumble across it today for the first time, I want to make sure you have a heads up on something that I'm personally really excited about, and it starts this coming Monday. I've been working on a special two-week podcast called The 10 Days of Christmas, where we'll pursue God together while we're kind of preparing our hearts for Christmas. And uh, also coming up very fast is Christmas at Eastside. We have 42 services across our campuses and online, and I hope you'll join us. And most of all, I hope you'll share these Christmas services and this Christmas podcast as an as an invite tool to encourage someone you know and you love to consider uh, joining us for a Christmas service too and and, and that so they, they can experience the joy of Christmas this year now the joy the gift that Jesus gives your life is not shallow it runs deep it's not a let's pretend joy that that makes us feel good during a warm fuzzy holiday season singing you know fa la 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 but it's a joy that endures. It's a joy that breaks through our mundane lives. It's a joy that can eliminate fear even when we're frightened, even when the diagnosis is terminal, even when we stand by a graveside. Because this joy is not based on circumstances or feelings, but it's based on historical fact. It's verified by the eyewitnesses of the birth, life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And friends, that joy a gift better than happiness. That can be yours, not just this Christmas. It can be yours forever. Now, before we close this week, I, I wanna share with you a real life example that has inspired me for many years. And like when I think of a person who personifies this supernatural gift of joy, I think of a woman I met years ago named Rebecca. Rebecca and her husband, Bill, were professional artists and would sit right down front in church almost every weekend, smiling, full of joy, but it was definitely a joy despite their circumstances. During her first marriage, Rebecca was hit head on in a car accident by a drunk driver. It broke her back, caused major intestinal damage and, and was told that with her crushed spinal cord, she would never walk again. And in that moment, she said, uh, I didn't see God's face or hear any voice, but there was a presence so strong, a joy so deep in spite of my circumstances. Miraculously, three months later, she walked out of that hospital. But her husband said that with so many scars, she wasn't beautiful anymore, and the marriage fell apart because of his, his abuse and cheating and cocaine addiction. And Rebecca wrote, beauty was no longer a tangible asset for me, but my faith was. Jesus had me wrapped up so tight that all I could feel was love and hope. Well, on top of all this, for the Previous two and a half years, she'd been on kidney dialysis every day for eight to 10 hours. And at that point, she was also waiting for a double organ transplant. And she wrote that sometimes well-meaning people would ask in a reverent hushed tone, and, and how are you? And that made her amused and slightly anxious for an escape route. She says, sometimes when I'm feeling a bit mean, I'd like to say, fine, considering I've done 10 hours of dialysis, had two insulin reactions, my blood pressure has been both dangerously too high and too low in the last 24 hours, and I've worked 10 hours 
to clean the house, counseled the teenager, fed the dogs, made two gourmet meals, sorted, washed, and folded laundry, and juggled the bills. So how are you? But by the grace of God, she said, my mean days are very few. So I catch my breath and I smile and I say, I'm blessed. Thank you for asking. Because without 10 hours of dialysis, she said, I wouldn't be here. Living with a chronic and life-threatening illness has given me some amazing gifts. I don't deny that I've experienced pain and fear, she said. They're very real, but I laugh more often. Every flower is a miracle that deserves my attention. The earth smells richer with each passing season. I don't notice the messes of life. Dog and cat hair, spilled milk and graham cracker crumbs are a small price to pay for wagging tails, purring and giggling toddlers. Hugs are so very precious. I'm a child again. It's almost Christmas morning and each morning is a present I've yet to unwrap. Details and problems that send normal people into near panic cause me to shrug my shoulders and reply, oh well. People often ask me, she said, where I get my strength. She said, it comes from my faith in Jesus Christ. My faith and my family have made every day a precious celebration. She said, I've never actually seen Christ's eyes. Many artists have painted their interpretation of what his face would look like. But she says, I know that one day I'll see his incredible eyes, eyes that have endured so much, all for love. I imagine the dignity, joy, sacrifice, and grace that he demonstrated all for us. And then I know that whatever fire we walk through on earth will be such a small price to pay to praise his name and see his eyes. I just asked to be his servant and his pencil. Well, friends, I can't illustrate it any better than Rebecca. That's why joy is a gift better than happiness. Joy in spite of circumstances. It's a gift you can find under the tree on Christmas morning. The kind of joy can be found at the foot of the cross. So let's pray together today. And maybe you're ready to experience this joy for yourself for the first time in your life. Or maybe you sense a stirring in your heart and God's bringing someone to your mind that, that you need to share like this podcast with next week or you need to invite to a Christmas service. I hope you will. God, for those who need this joy in their life, bring it into their heart right now. I just stop and pray for those who feel a void that only you can fill and fill them with that joy, undeniable joy irrepressible joy, irreplaceable joy that only Jesus can bring. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, we'll catch you at an Eastside campus this weekend and meet me back here on Monday as we begin 10 days of Christmas. <laughs>